Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. This is Pastor Lisa, Evangelist Lisa McIntosh coming to you. And I know it's been a long time, but I'm so glad to be here with you on today. So we're going to have a good time today and uh, God's going to be glorified. You're going to be edified and um, all's going to be well with you today. Amen. So let's go ahead and for a word of prayer and we're going to go get started on today. Amen. I know you're going to be blessed. Bless, 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 bless. Heavenly Father, we praise you and just say thank you. Thank you, Lord God, for your word. Your word is nigh thee even in our lips. Father, I praise you and I thank you. For the blessings of the Lord maketh rich and addeth no sorrows with it. We declare and decree today, Father God, in Jesus' name, that God will be edified. That you'll be glorified, Father God. And bless your people, Lord God, that are around the world, Lord, near and far, Father God. I pray for those, Father God, who are struggling today, Father God, for freedom. Struggling today for peace, God. I pray for those, Heavenly Father, who are having issues in their physical bodies. Lord, to know that you are a healer and by your stripes we are healed. All are healed. As many as to believe, Lord God. You gave them to be called the sons of God. So I pray, Father God, that they will link their faith up with this word, the word of truth. And we serve the double notice today that no weapon, not one weapon that is formed against us shall prosper. Any tongue that rises up against us, we shall condemn it. We say it by faith. We trust it and believe it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Bless God. Amen. So amen. So I wanted to talk to you today about how when God shows you Judas in your life and what to do with it. Amen. And we know that the account of Jesus and how he had Judas was one of his disciples that followed him. He was one that um, watched him perform miracles and do all sorts of signs and wonders. He watched him. He walked with him. He knew his character. But here is the thing. All of the disciples knew his character as well. They saw him do great things. But Judas was one who was greedy. Judas was greedy. He was a greedy disciple. He was a greedy, greedy, greedy disciple. And here's the thing. Jesus Christ, one of the things about it, that he... God knows who he calls and who he calls, he qualifies. He calls us when he calls us, he qualifies us to do what it is that he called us to do. Whatever it is, rather it's teaching, rather it's preaching, rather it's evangelizing, rather it's in some types of form of ministry, rather it's your, your homemaker, that's a form of ministry. Rather you're a carpenter, rather you're a, a, a trash collector, that's a form of ministry when you're called by God. God calls us out to do great things for him and for the kingdom. Amen. So he specifically, Jesus specifically went and called, handpicked these disciples because he knew, knew what was within them. And so we see in the account here where I'm going to speed it forward to two, two accounts. Okay. One was there was a woman that had an alabaster box. And in this alabaster box, she had this very, 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 very expensive perfume. 
that was really worth a lot of money back then and would probably be even worth a lot of more now if it was if it was that readily available but it's not that readily available amen well this woman she came to Jesus and she was broken just like some people on here that I'm talking to today you're broken and you say well I'll give Jesus anything that I have to get out of this situation to get beyond uh, what's happening in my life, what's happening in my marriage, what's, what's happening uh, in my health, what's happening with my memory, whatever it is that you're, the situation that you're in, amen, you are willing to give all that you have. Well, this woman, we don't know all about her condition, but it says that she was just so blessed to be in the presence of God. She took her alabaster box of this perfume and she broke it over Jesus, okay, she broke it and she started to wipe Jesus' feet with her hair. Well, here's the thing. A lot of the apostles and their disciples at that particular time, even though they walked with Jesus, they saw the signs, wonders, and the miracles with Jesus, they still had some fleshly ways about them. They still had carnal ways. Just like we can be walking with Jesus and loving Jesus with all our heart and soul and mind, and there are still some things that God needs to get rid of in our lives for, for, for us to be progressive, for us to move forward in the things that God had assigned for us to do. Amen? Those are the things that God assigned for us to do. So we oftentimes have, have seen the disciples in peculiar situations where their flesh showed up. Amen? Well, in this particular case here, uh, when she broke the alabaster box, all the disciples, they got mad at her because they were thinking, well, this this alabaster box, this perfume that you had broken over Jesus, hey, we could you could have got a lot of money for this. This is, a, this is a novelty here. This is something that's worth a lot of money. And so but what Jesus told them, they said, hey, listen, she is preparing me for my burial, which kind of stunned them because if they had been listening really to Jesus, all of this was all part of preparation for him to just go to the cross. Amen. So this lady was just so glad to pour out and give what she had to Jesus. A lot of times what we think that what God wants from us is that we, he wants monetary things. You know, that, that helps the kingdom to advance the kingdom. But sometimes it's just God wanting you. Amen. And wanting you to surrender all yourself to him. He doesn't necessarily need your money. He really doesn't because the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof and all of them that dwell therein. So it's not even really about the money. It's really not. It's about your obedience. It's about being so grateful that God has called you out to be one of his very own because it was only he handpicked you. Amen. So we see here where she pours out the alabaster box and Jesus openly rebukes them and says, hey, she's trying to prepare me for my burial. So they're kind of stunned about that, not really sure because they hadn't really been listening and hadn't really been looking at the signs towards him going to the cross. And I'm going to go forward from that because Judas, he was maybe kind of quiet about it, but not because he's thinking too, man, money, money, money. The Bible says, what profit a man? to gain the whole wide world, but to lose his soul in hell. What profit a man to have all the riches, have all these, these uh, things that we would consider to be niceties and uh, uh, cars and homes and, and all of those things like that and still not go to heaven, you know? 
what would what would it profit that? Uh, amen. So we see where it here is with Judas, and then we go to the Last Supper, where Jesus is saying, hey, the one who dips his hand in the cup with me will betray him. So then here they go again. They're thinking, okay, who's going to betray him? Who's going to be the one who's going to betray him? We all love him. I would never turn my back on him just to find out later that, you know, Peter would uh, turn his back on Jesus and deny him three times. Amen. And we see here where Judas, so Judas, we see here, he thinks about, okay, money again. I am going to go ahead. I'm going to give Jesus up over to the Roman soldiers. I'm going to give him up. And I know I'll get a lot of money for him. The devil has seduced him. And I want to tell you something. Be very, very careful about the enemy. Because he will seduce you. Seduce you from the one that called you. He will try to seduce you from the one that called you. But everybody's not for sale. That's why the Bible says, He's as a roaring lion, seeking who may he destroy. That means if he's seeking who he may destroy, that means that he can't get everyone. But he's seeking who he may devour, who he may destroy. Amen. So um, this is a good thing. Here's a good thing is that Jesus already knows. I, I think about this because Lord oftentimes tell me, he said, who's in my hand? No man can pluck up. It doesn't matter what he has tried to do in my life. I will never let go of God. Because the Bible, Romans chapter 8 and 37 and 38 is my, one of my favorites. Said, what shall separate me from the love of God? Neither life, nor death, nor angels, nor principalities, nor spiritual wickedness in high places. Nothing in this world going to separate me from the love of God. And because of it, I know that God is pleased with me. Am I saying that God is pleased with everything I do at all times? No. But I know that God is pleased with me. And I'm so grateful for that because he said in his promise that he'll never leave you nor forsake you. But see, those who have uh, allowed the enemy to or bartered with the enemy have made a deal with the enemy. There's nothing that God can do about that because it comes down to a choice. The Bible says, choose ye this day whom you will serve. We have to make a conscious choice to serve God. We have, it has to be conscious. It has to be intentional that no matter what happens in our life, that we're not going to give up our soul, that we're not going to give it up. But we see where Judas, he gave up. That's what Judas did. Judas gave up his, his soul. He walked with Jesus. He saw the miracles. He knew that he was the Messiah. He knew it. He knew it, but he allowed the enemy to seduce his mind, to make him barter, to make him sell out. So here's the thing. Watch this. In our lives, in our life's time, however long, if it's 80, if it's 90, if it's 100, if it's 60, if it's 25, whatever, however long that God has for your life, do not sell out. There will be several Judases that come in your life. People who said that they're with you, that they'll be with you, and that they'll uh, stand with you, and then they'll turn out to turn their back on you. There are those who will say that, listen, I'm going to stand this business with you. I'll help you with this business. There's some people out here right now that's on the line, that uh, uh, that's on the podcast, who people will say, I'll be with you in this business. You knew it was a shaky deal. You knew it was a shaky deal when you went in it, but you felt, well, maybe they would turn. And then what ended up happening, they turned their back on you. Amen. 
and then they end up selling out to another competitor or go, amen, thank you, Lord, going over to another competitor and leaving you high and dry. That's a Judas in your life, amen? Somebody who bartered, somebody who gave up, somebody who said, you know what, I'm going to the other side. And you know, it takes, watch this, it takes the enemy. The enemy is uh, will use whoever he would use. It doesn't matter who they are. It doesn't matter how good they seem that they are. If they do not have the Spirit of God in their life, there's no way that they can walk in the place of righteousness or, or without having some type of deceptive um, motivation behind it. Amen? So, and then you have some, amen, I mean, even, wow, amen, that to, to be in an abusive relationship, there's some people on here that are in abusive relationships. Some of them are, are, are really so vehement, and it, it's tearing your family apart. And you're like, oh, my God, what do I do? What do I do? You say, Lord, I've already prayed. I've already I fasted. I'm praying, Lord. I'm, I'm believing, God. I'm trusting you. And the Bible, watch this. The Bible says, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. Sometimes we, we get so desperate in our attempt to be relieved from something is that what we start doing, we can't help it. We, we have the, I can't help, I got to start doing something. I got to start making a move. And uh, now listen, I'm not saying that if your life is in danger, don't stick around if your life is in danger and God is telling you to go, telling you to get your kids or telling you to move forward and move out. Don't, that's not, that's not wise. The Bible says wisdom is a principal thing. So wisdom might tell you to go ahead and get away from that relationship right now and let God do the rest as far as resolving it and getting yourself to a place of safety. Amen? So that can be a Judas in your life. A Judas in your life is someone who doesn't have good intentions for your life. They don't have, the, they don't have good intentions for you. They don't have good intentions for your children. They don't have any good intention for your life. And because God loves us, watch this. God loves us. And watch this. I will say this. Don't have so much self Don't know at all have self-condemnation because a lot of times what we think is, well, what did I do wrong? What did I say wrong? What's happening? Why am I going through this? It's not always necessarily that God, it's not, it's not uh, uh, at all God punishing you. Sometimes God is giving you instructions to try to make another move. And sometimes what it is, there's, there's, there's this, I heard this woman of God talk about self-sabotaging. Sometimes it's self-sabotaging. Self-sabotaging is, is, is where you're doing it yourself. You can't believe that it can be better. You can't, you can't believe that you can go forward. You keep waiting for the bottom to drop off. Keep moving forward in God. Keep studying his word. Keep, let God take vengeance on the things that he needs to take vengeance on. And move yourself out of the situation into the place of, of uh, uh, and be determined, be so determined today that for God I live, for God I die, I'm going to keep my joy. I'm going to keep my peace. I'm going to keep my sanity. I'm going to keep my health. I'm going to keep it. That means sometimes, watch this. That means that, listen, God will, listen, God will do the Judas's in your life like chess pieces. He'll move them where he needs to move them out of your way. The reason why God does that is because God does not want you to become stagnant. God wants you to keep moving forward. God keep, wants you to keep knocking down the things. Um, he knocks them down. All God wants you to do is keep walking down the blueprint of life that he has caused you to walk down. 
And they're always, listen, and that's what God would say today is that you just keep, he said it and he meant it. God will give you favor with God and man. And you say, well, Lord, what do I do? I still don't get it all. Well, God is saying, and listen, he said, love your neighbors as thyself. He said, love your enemies. Bless them that curse you. Do good unto them that despitefully use you and persecute you. Meaning what you don't do, you don't go back into this vicious war. You, because it's spiritual. You don't go into this vicious vicious war um, going back and forth and forth and back and back and forth with Judas. You don't do that. You move forward and you trust God that he will give you an avenue of escape. You trust God that, hey, you see it coming. You can always see it coming. So when you see it coming, don't try to, the Bible says we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, spiritual wickedness, and high places. Quit trying to fight with them. Quit trying to fight with your family. Quit trying to fight with your neighbor. Quit trying to fight with yourself. Keep on walking and trusting that God will take care of it. It might be a sickness in your body. That might be your Judas. And it keeps on trying to come in. And you say, God, this is enough. Devil, this is enough. And you say, well, maybe Pastor Lisa, I've already said this is enough. Well, you trust God's hand. And you tell God, hey, listen, this is something that's trying to knock me off my blueprint for my life. It's trying to stop me from going forward in my joy. It's trying to stop me from going forward with uh, my, my purpose. These things are trying to stop me. So you see, Send it back to God and say, God, you said in your word that by your stripes that I'm healed. Well, Lord, I thank you for your healing so I can move forward in my blueprint. This is what I'm supposed to be doing, God. This is what I'm called to do. And I trust you with everything. I'm not talking, listen, that you trust God with your head. You can't trust God with your head. You have to trust God with your heart. Even if it's been bruised, even if it's been broken, even if you've been in a seemingly the same place for a long time, you trust God with your heart and you believe it. You believe it. And God, listen, well, listen, this is how God does. God will eradicate. When you put your trust in him, God will show you the way. He's the way, the truth, and the life. And maybe you have not known Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. What it means to be him being my personal Lord and my Savior means that every single thing that concerns me, I'm giving it to him. I'm not holding back a piece of this, a piece of that. You can't hold back a piece of this or a piece of that. You have to recognize and say, Lord, this is the devil that's trying to stop me. Rather, wherever it is in your workplace, you say, this is the devil trying to stop me, Lord. You call me to greatness. You call me to be better. You call me, Father God. So I need you, Father God. I'm leaning on you. I'm already leaning on the word, but now, Lord, I'm leaning completely on you to knock the knock the knock him out the box. Amen. So I can move forward. Amen. So that's what you do with your Judas's. You don't try to battle them out. You don't try to fight with them. Because we're wrestling against flesh and blood. You trust God. Just like Jesus already knew that Judas was going to betray him. Uh, most of the time, a lot of times we do know. We know when people are going to betray us. And sometimes we don't. But when they do, we're not supposed to take vengeance upon ourselves. Because if you look at the story, at the ending of the story, uh, the account, Judas was so grieved and vexed by leaving Jesus, by the leaving the fellowship. 
leaving the camaraderie, leave, leave, leaving and being seduced by a devil. What he did, he went and hung himself because he couldn't take it no more. So listen, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. God is the one who gives you the strength to keep going. Just like the Energizer Bunny, he gives you the strength to keep going. He's the only one who can give us the strength to keep going and keep walking. Amen. And keep smiling. Because the world needs us. Amen. The world needs your ministry. Don't throw your towel in the ministry. I, I, I don't throw your towel in, in the ministry. Don't throw it. I hear so it, it Warsaw. Don't throw your towel in, in the ministry. You say, well, I'm trying and people will seem like well, opposition is coming. Opposition, listen, opposition comes to us when we're doing right. Amen? The devil wants you to stop. He comes to kill you. He wants you to stop before you're, so you won't go forward progress. Keep forward, going forward, progressing forward. Keep on ministering to the people of God. Even if it's five or ten, you keep ministering to them because there's strength in numbers, right? But you take one can chase a thousand, a flight two can chase ten thousand. Continue to grow that ministry and grow that ministry and grow that ministry and grow that ministry. Those people that you have in that ministry are people who are going to go out and witness, even if it cost them, it was to cost them their life. And then they'll go witness, and then they'll go witness, and then they'll go witness, and then they'll go witness. And you become a stronger force. Amen. So don't give up. Don't throw in the towel because greater is he that is in us than he that's in the world. He's greater than anything that comes up against us. Mind, body, and soul. Amen. God has us and he has our back. All he wants us to do is completely trust in him. Amen. So let's close out with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we praise you for this segment. And Lord, I pray in Jesus' name that you will reach all the uttermost parts of the world. Warsaw, Poland, Lord, I thank you, Father God. In the name of Jesus, I pray, Lord God, China, Lord God. I pray in Jamaica, Lord God. I pray, Lord God, Venezuela, God. I pray for America, Lord God, right now in the name of Jesus. I pray, Father God, in the name of Jesus, that you will empower your people, Lord Father, to do great exploits, to do great things, Lord God. I pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, that excuse, no weapon one against them shall prosper. Father, I thank you, Lord God, because we're calling on your name, Jesus. We're calling on you, Lord, for, uh, to empower each and every person. Father God, in the name of Jesus, in their country, Father God. There's leaders on here, Father God, that need you, Father God, to help them empower. Be empowered, Lord God. Everybody is not meant to be persecuted. Everybody is not meant to be a fallen soldier. So, Father God, I pray in Jesus' name that you'll strengthen them. Strengthen them in their mind, Father God. Bless them to have peace in their country, Father God. I pray in the name of Jesus, God, those who need food, Father God, get them food, oh God. And, Lord, we just say thank you and we praise you for this episode. And Father God, we just say thank you because you are great and your mercy endureth forever, God. So we just say thank you, Father God. I It is an honor, Lord, and it is a privilege, Father God, to be a part of this podcast. And Lord, I thank you for my brothers and sisters right today. And Lord, if there's somebody who needs jobs today, Lord, give them the job that they so need, Lord. And Lord, for that, we just want to just say thank you. And Lord, we praise you. And we serve the devil's nobles. We send him back to hell in Jesus' name. We pray and thank you. I thank you all for tuning in. Amen. Praise God. And remember that you are a victor 
and you're victorious. This is Evangelist Lisa McIntosh saying sign out until the next time. God bless you for tuning in. God bless. Hey, praise the Lord, everybody. This is Pastor Lisa. Hi. I know it's been a while. I have not talked to you guys. I just wanted to tell you thank you for your continued prayer. I thank God for you guys. Um, um, going forward, uh, I want to just talk to you about pressing in on God. Pressing in on God. The Bible says that God is a very present help in the time of trouble. And that is something that you can honestly believe. Trust in the Lord. Go through the process. Sometimes we think that the process is painful, but God said he'll never leave us nor forsake us. And God is in the process. And he knows that he's going to bring you out on the other side of victory. Do not, in this time, allow Satan to try to keep you drawn into yourself, drawn into uh, what he's tr- the lies and the circumstances and the situations. Let God be God in your life. Spend time with God. I most recently find myself, as a matter of fact, the last three days, I uh, had this cold thing going on, and uh, I might sound a little right now, but I give God the praise and the glory for just when I lay down and him just saying, hey, I want you to shut off the TV. I want to spend time with you. Sometimes we go to and fro, running amok, going here, going there, going everywhere, and we really don't spend quality time with God. And God requires that of us, you know. He, de- God requires a true relationship with you, a personal one, one that you can say, I know that I know that I know that God is going to bring me through. I know that I know that I know God has healed me. I know that I know that I know that God is going to make it all right. And God will give you the power and the strength to stand against the wiles of the devil. Because nobody, anybody rather, when they give their life to Christ, that their intentions are to go backwards and not to press forward. But it's also the enemy's job to try to stop you, uh, to put up all these boundaries and fences and different things in your life and and, uh, roadblocks, that's it, roadblocks in our lives to stop us from seeking God. More now than ever, seek ye first the kingdom of God. Because God is doing something differently than he was doing five years ago, three years ago, two years ago, one years ago. He's still the same God yesterday, today, and forevermore. But what I believe and I declare and decree over your life is empowerment. Because you have to have be empowered with the Holy Ghost to overcome your trials, and your adversities. And, and look at this. We, we And not focus so much on the trials. And, and, and think about the power that Jesus Christ had, the resurrected power to be raised from the dead. That resurrected power, it lives in you. Tell yourself it lives in me. It lives in me. So if it lives in me, anything else that is not of Christ does not belong in me. But there's, there's times when God is saying, I want to spend some time with you. I don't, listen, God does not want saints of God uh, doing this anymore. Uh, just making it through life, you know. I, today, I'm having a blessed day. I hadn't been, off, like I said, off work for like three, three, three days. 
And I'm having a blessed time because I am on the assignment that God has called me to and equipped me for. Let me say that again. Call me to and equip me for. And I'm telling you, I'm so excited because I have there's, there's some good things that are coming up in this year. Um, have a new podcast that's going to be coming out called His or Hers. And it's going to be very interesting. going to have some really good guests. going to have some topics. And we're going to be talking about those things that hinder us from moving forward in God. We're going to talk about things that will propel us into the things of God, into your calling, what you are really assigned to do in this earth. You know, because a lot of times it's not that God is stopping us. Sometimes we are uh, hitchhiking hitchhiking we don't want to stay on the road long enough to go see what the next stop is going to be we hitchhike because we get weary we get tired and so we're going to make sure that we're not hitchhiking because how many you know that one time sometimes if you hitchhike you may hitchhike with a stranger or something that's not good for you they may delay your process you might say hey i'm going to go down to the next bus stop and they take you somewhere further you know and you say well i'm not going to the next bus stop so guess what they take you past your stop, let to drop you off at the gas station where they want to be, and then you have to still go back to your point of destination. So in this season, this is the Christmas season that we celebrate our Savior, our Lord, our Jesus Christ. Take our focus off ourselves. Take your focus off your, your symptoms. Take your focus off your bills. Take your focus off of the cares of this world and take them and put them on our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I have some good stuff coming up for you guys this year. I'm praying that you're praying for me. I am telling you the best is yet to come. Don't be worried. Don't be moved by what you see on TV and all that stuff because those are smoke screens that are set up by the enemy to try to see if he can engage you with the things that uh, will draw you. If he can engage you into the things that would draw you, then guess what? There's more delays, more delays, more delays in your life. Keep going. Keep trusting. Keep believing that our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ, is coming back. The devil is trembling in his boots. He's trembling because you are out in this world. You're in the world, but not of the world. You're out every day and you're going out with power into your workforces, into the workforce, on your job, empowerment in your home. You're taking the kingdom suffrage violence and the violence take it back by force. So listen, I am here remotely. I'm actually at work. But anyway, I got to go. I love you guys. I praise God for you and the blessing of the Lord and the best is yet to come. God bless you. I will talk to you soon. This is Pastor Lisa signing off. Remember, you are a victor. And guess what? You are victorious. Hallelujah. All right. God bless you guys. Love you. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. This is Pastor Lisa McIntosh coming to you, also known as Lady Z. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? I know it's been a long time. And uh, my apologies. Uh, uh, 2022 was a very interesting year, but we're here in 2023. And it's a new year for a new you. So I'm excited about what God is doing and what God has done. I'm excited about the many different changes, the things that are going to happen for the body of Christ and economy. Um, I'm just saying it for my, in my own personal life. But 
Before we get into all of that, let's go before a word of prayer. You are going to be excited today about what I have to talk about, the word that God gave me for you. It's going to encourage you. It's going to send you to a whole nother level. The thing that the Bible says, the enemies that you saw before you will not see again. All right. So that's good news, right? All right. So let's go ahead for a word of prayer and let's pray. Heavenly Father, we praise you and we just thank you for today. Father God, this is the day that the Lord has made and God, we will rejoice and be glad in it. Father, I ask you now, Father God, with every breath of my being, that you will speak a word to your people, Father God, that they will be excited again, that they will be rekindled again, that they will be renewed again, and that, God, that they will be refreshed. Now, Father, I just want to say thank you. It's in you I live, and I breathe and have all my being. Father God, hide me behind you. Hide me in you. Father God, you come forth and bring deliverance to those from the north, east, or south, and the west. Those who are in many, many, many different countries that will hear this podcast. Father God, let them encourage, be encouraged because the best is yet to come. I say it again. The best, your best, is yet to come. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 So what we're going to talk to about for a few minutes is called about spiritual rehab. When you think about rehabilitation, you think about something that's been broken or something that's been hurt or something that has to be restored or something that has to be renewed. Or you think about rehab, you know, you hear about uh, sometimes people have to go into rehab um, for any type of addictions or different things like that um, to overcome their situation to become better. Rehab means to restore, okay? Rehab, restore, okay? So we want to talk about spiritual rehab because uh, there there was a lot that happened in 2022, 2021, but we want to, don't want to keep going back because the Bible tells us that old things are passed away. Behold, all things become new, right? So that means that we are new creatures in Christ Jesus. We're new creatures. We're not that same person we were not even 10 minutes ago. You say, how can I not be? It's because you have a new creature. If you're in Christ, you're a new creature in Christ. And God is always doing something new all the time. I think about my own personal life and think about he's done so many things over my past, over the past year or so. And I just want to uh, encourage you to, to not give up, to not grow faint-hearted in the time of adversity. There's a lot of adversity, a lot of things that may be going on in your life, and uh, you just feel like there's no hope. And each and every one of us have been there at one point or one time in our lives where we feel like, does anybody care? Is, there any, 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 is this going to get better? And it really does. It gets better. The Bible scripture tells us hope deferred makes the heart sick, but a merry heart doeth good like a medicine. So in this, in this spiritual rehab, and we're going to just break it down. This is part one of spiritual rehab, part one. We think about this, how Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ became a man in the image and the form of a man to take away the sins of the world because they were under the law, which was sent by God. But they could not fulfill the law. This is the same man that God had created, could not fulfill it. Just like Adam, Adam could not fulfill, Adam could not fulfill his commitment to God. The devil couldn't fulfill his commitment. And he was one of God's archangels, but he couldn't fulfill his commitment because he wanted to be 
uh, the head and the rulership over heaven. So we know that he lost his he lost his inheritance. He lost his relationship with God. And where we are right now, so many people are in a place of where God wants to restore that relationship back to you, back to him, to re- restore you back to your first love. Revelations 2 and 4 said, this charge I have against you, that you left your, left your first love. And, 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 and a lot of people grew up in the church. Some people I'm, I'm speaking to right now, you grew up in the church, you knew the ways of church. But you really, sometimes you don't really have the spirit of God in you. Amen. So listen to what I'm saying about that. You can grow up in church. You can be a part of it. You can be a deacon. You can be a pastor. You can be a lay person. You can be on the usher board. You can be in, on a musician and still not have the Holy Spirit, the fullness of the Holy Spirit. Why? It's because for so long we have just done ter- church. We have been in tradition. The Bible says that your traditions have made the word of God of non-effect. That means that it makes it less powerful. We want to now. God is like, listen, he's fulfilling his promise. We just have to fulfill our promise to him. What is that? That's our commitment to him. That's our love relationship. That's forsaking um, the, the, the sinful pattern and the sinful nature of our, our former life. We have to let that stuff go. It has to be a, a conscious decision to say, I let it go. Well, guess what? As we're letting go, there's also a battle. Uh, Joyce Meyer wrote the book, The Battlefield of the Mind. And we're going to be talking today about coming from, a, from excerpts of the book that I wrote called The War in My Mind to the Place of Deliverance. The reason that God gave me that title, The War in My Mind, is because that's where the greatest opposition to a believer and non-believer is in the mind. If we could overcome the bad thoughts that come in our mind, we would be somewhat okay. But listen, God says, in, in, in uh, Philippians 2 and 5 says, let this mind be in you, and which was also in Christ Jesus. So we have to clothe ourselves in the mind of Christ. When we become, listen, when we become believers, we become born again. That born again, first of all, it comes from the heart. A lot of times we think that we know Jesus and we are part of the kingdom uh, because we got baptized. Baptized, does, uh, baptized is just a part of it. And so many, listen, so so many times the teaching, we have not got the total teaching. Just like I thought if I got baptized, that was all to it. That was all to salvation. I just got baptized. I'm going to heaven. I'm not going to hell. But that's not the truth. You have to b- believe in your heart that what you're being taught about Jesus, that God, who was triune, who was holy God, the Father, God, the Son, and God, the Holy Spirit, that he died, that he sent a part of himself to into the world, amen, to redeem us from destruction from the place of hell. If, he had, if, G, if Jesus had not come, if God had not done that, and Jesus be, uh, 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 walked the earth and uh, redeemed man back, every man, and, didn't, and went to the cross, then every man would be subject to hell. It would, they would be subject. You would have to go. 
but God who created heaven, who created the earth, who created Jesus, who, uh, who, who is Jesus, who is the Holy Spirit, he also created Satan. Satan does not have power over God or what God created. God, Satan didn't have power over Adam and Eve. He didn't have power over them. They gave rulership to him. They gave rulership to uh, the devil because they broke this covenant that they had with God. Man was never, ever meant to be ruled by evil, ever. God said, abhor evil, do that which is good, cleave to that which is good. Man was never, ever meant to be ruled by evil, ever. God created us, listen, to be in perfect unity and harmony and peace with him. Unity, write that down, harmony and peace with him. He gave us, watch this, the peace that surpassed all understanding. Now watch this. As we go into today, right, the only, I'm going to use my personal life as an example. I have the Holy Spirit. We have a body, we have a soul, and we have a spirit. When you come to Christ with your heart, you take on his nature, you take on his spirit, you take on his power, you take it all on, right? But Romans 12 and 1 says, Be ye renewed by the spirit of our mind. That's a part of the spiritual rehab. Amen? You're going from death to life, from that old way of thinking, that stinking, my dad calls it, stinking thinking. I did it too. And if you ain't careful, you will do it again. You, that's why he said, guard, he said, guard your heart with all diligence. We have to guard our heart and our mind with all diligence. So we're going to be going through... Uh, chapter 1, I just hit on some things, some excerpts from the book, The War in My Mind to the Place of Deliverance by Lisa McIntosh, L-I-S-A-M-C-I-N-T-O-S-H. And this, you can find that on Amazon.com uh, under the book section. But I, uh, I want you to be blessed by this book because it's, it's really simple. And everything that I wrote in this book is the same way that when I write a song. It comes from the heart. It comes from instruction. It comes through some things being birthed out of pain. It comes through some things that come from the love of God through the pain. And not only that, but to the place of deliverance. God didn't want me to just write uh, the book uh, called The War in My Mind because God knew when he gave me this book, the intentions was for not the war to stay in your mind but to be delivered in your mind, to have the mind of Christ, to not let sin, to not let uh, thought, bad thoughts linger in your mind, to take a rulership over your life. Because a, a, a lot of people today are, are totally, totally depressed and suicidal and all of those things. Listen, a lot of people say, well, you know, uh, I, my psychiatrist said this, my therapist said this and this, and Here's the thing about it. Remember words, 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 words. God is the living word. God is the spoken word. God's word is truth. And, and, and I'll tell you something. That God is not a man. He's not a man. He's not a man that he should lie. Neither son of man that he should repent. Amen. So the thing about it, you have all these words that have been spoken over your life. All, all around us, there's always some kind of words. You see billboards, there's words on billboards. 
There's uh, people who spoke bad words into your life. There's all kinds of words. But God is the word. So here's what I know. Here's what I truly know about when I listen to the word of God. If I'm confronted with an issue, if you're confronted with an issue, if you're, if you're in Christ and Christ is in you, when you get ready to say something bad to hurt somebody, the Spirit of God will raise up, rise up in you to cause you to say, uh-uh, I can't say that. Because you're doing, listen, what happens is you're doing damage not only to yourself, but you're doing damage to other people by what you speak. Let me say that again. You're not only doing damage to yourself, but you're doing damage to other people that are around you as well. The Bible says we curse them with our mouths and with the same mouth we, uh, we bless them. Bless it. The Bible says bitter and sweet can't come from the same cistern, right? So we're still talking about spiritual rehab because uh, what I know from my personal life is that I grew up in a Baptist church. I grew up, and thanks be to God that... God just kind of put a sealant on my heart and put a sealant on my mind because uh, I, I wasn't sure, but I felt like there was some um, misunderstanding or misinterpretations about the word. And if you're not careful, the devil will try to make you think it's you or you just, you know, you're rebellious or you don't want to be in church or you know a lot of it. You're, when you become a Christian, your spirit man, the new nature does not bear witness to sometimes what people are saying. It's just like I, even even in the world, I hear people all the time talking about negative things all the time. Well, uh, this is going to happen today. The snow is going to come down today. So this is going to happen. My arthritis is going to act up or, you know, my, my, uh, my, my job is going to all these different kind of different scenarios without even knowing if they're going to happen. And, and even, listen, fear and faith does not go together. And one of the things that has been a challenge in my life, and I praise God and I'm not ashamed to own, take ownership of it because it's God, step by step, is healing me of certain types of fears that had tried to come in. But he had to show me the power of the blood of Jesus and that those things that were trying to come against me were a part of something from the past. Amen. And, and, uh, for we, yeah, I just look at this on my TV. It says, for we live by faith and not by sight. That is a whole thing with Jesus Christ and having his spirit. We walk by faith and not by sight. We hear the Holy Spirit and we make a conscious decision to believe it. I don't care if you're, uh, if you're, if they say, well, you know, uh, your, your, your marriage is hopeless and your family members have told you, oh, you know what, well, get rid of him, this and that. that. Now, you have to hear what God is saying. God might be saying, stay. God might be saying, hey, you know, you tried, uh, and, and, and let me try to work it out with him individually too. Maybe it's a time for separation. Don't feel, make yourself feel so guilty about separating. Don't make yourself feel so guilty to have to stay. You know, don't make yourself feel guilty if God is telling you a different way how to uh, 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 work your job or do uh, uh, how to take care of your home. Everybody's scenario and situation in their lives are different. You cannot compare two people the same. Uh, I think about my family members. I love my family, but we're all different. God's given them all gifts. All have different callings. And uh, I can't 
base my calling, my experience upon what's going on in their own personal lives. The Bible says, work out your own soul salvation with fear and trembling. I have to do that myself. I have to walk this walk out myself. When I get to heaven, when you get to heaven, you're accountable for what it is that you say, what you do, all of that. You're accountable for that when you when you stand before Oh, God, in, in heaven, you are accountable. So, you know, you're only going to have to ask. Uh, he's going to ask you only about your counts down in this earth. Amen. So since he called me, that means I depend on God every day to, uh, uh, to help me. Amen. You got to depend on him to help you every step of the way. So we're talking about spiritual rehab because so many in the body of Christ, so many people who don't know the Lord have been so beat up, so bound, so broken, so uh, um, um, misinterpreted. Um, and it's time for us to get down on our altars, wherever your altar is. It might be in a church. For, uh, uh, we are the church. It might be in a church building. It might actually be at home. Most of my experiences for change has been in my house. Now, once God, listen, once God gives you those changes and gives you the recipe, amen, when God gives you the recipe to uh, transform some things in your life, that's when you have to do it. Amen. You have to say, okay, uh, I got to change this. If I want my marriage to work, I got to change this. If I want to walk in the divine health, amen, I have to eat differently. I can't eat the way I used to. I, I know that for me, I can't eat the same way I did when I was a teenager, when I was 19, 17, 18, 16, 15. I'm 61. I can't, hey, amen, I can't do the same things. I can't, hey, man, I'm going to tell you something. I can't even hang around the same people that I used to hang around because we don't talk to same. We don't walk the same. I don't do the same things. And um, uh, the Bible says, what does darkness have to do with light? Listen, that doesn't mean that, amen, that you discard people and you just kick them to the curb or, oh, no, you know, I'm, I'm saved now. Uh, Y'all jacked up. No, that's not what you do. It's just saying that we can't roll the same way because I got a, I got a new father. I got God in my life. I can't rock and roll like that no more. I want to go to heaven. I want him to come and catch me in the rapture, whichever comes first. I, I don't, I can't go out, amen. I can't, I can't do what I used to do. I don't even have the desire to do it no more. That's when I knew that God was coming full circle in my life. Cause I used to rock with, I used to rock with the parties. I used to be, you know, be out there. And and this ain't about a testimony of my past, but I'm saying that I'm just different now. And I want you all in this last two minutes of my conversation to understand that you're different. It's a new you, Amen. And and accept that new you. Accept that he wants to heal you. Accept that he loves you. Accept that he wants to make changes in your life. Now. Uh, um, just a real quick note, and I'm so glad to be back with you guys because I've been out the loop for a long time, but we're going to, if you get the book, we're going to be studying this book. I don't know how many parts of this book that we're going to do. Um, if you can't get the book, just please just listen in. All of it will be rewarding uh, to you, but the first chapter we're going to uh, talk about is uh, chapter one begins with staying focused. Staying focused. Sometimes that's really, really, can be really, really difficult only if you don't spend time with God. The only time that I found that my faith was challenged the most is when I really wasn't studying about who I was in Christ. Amen. So 
on the first chapter, and I'll pick it up because um, I just wanted to kind of give you an introduction about uh, who, what we're going to be talking about. We're going to stay on spiritual rehab um, for, for a little while because you, a lot of people, amen, I'm speaking to today, you have accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And a lot of things have happened in your life, and that's what the enemy comes to do, is to steal the word out of your life, to steal the peace out of your life, and the joy. Amen? So, um, I, this first chapter we're going to be going on uh, next week, um, um, it's going to be called Stay Focused. God has a perfect plan for you. When he called you out, when he called me out, I remember specifically the day that the deer, amen, I remember the day, but the year, and he spoke to me in audible voice. And a lot of times, if you don't get up under the right tutelage, or if, you, if you're not studying yourself, let me say that. I won't even say the right tutelage. But you have to study to show yourself approved, a workman unto God. That doesn't mean that you have to prove anything to God, a workman unto God. That means to fall in place with him. I let God, I'm letting God now do something in my life is to teach me. Amen. Teach me through his word, through his revelation. But we're going to talk about that the next time. Uh, staying focused that God has a perfect plan for your life. Because you, if you don't know what that perfect plan is for your life, you'll just keep on going through life. You know what I'm saying? You'll just keep going through life and saying to yourself, I know it's got to be better than this. It's got to be better than that. Well, amen. So remember, we're talking about spiritual rehab. Get all your friends, get your homies, get your girlfriends, get your buddies. Say, hey, um, Pastor Lisa is talking about spiritual rehab on the new you. This is a new year. This is a new season. And we're coming up higher. If you look at the signs of the times, we know that Jesus Christ is coming back soon. And we're to be excited about that. We don't have to be sad about that. We don't have to be gloom about death. We don't have to be gloom about poverty. We know that he's coming back because the Bible is fulfilling itself quickly and swiftly. Amen. So let me pray with you. And I'm going to look forward to uh, talking with you. Uh, we're going to talk some more. But let's let's go ahead, amen, for a, a word of prayer. Amen. Let's just go for a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we praise you. And Lord, we adore you. You said, out of our belly shall flow rivers and rivers and rivers of living water. I pray for the podcast and those who are on here from the far East Asia and all around the world. I pray, Father, in Jesus Christ's name that you will bring them up out of the horrible pit. Father God, I thank you in Jesus' name that, Lord, I speak divine healing over arthritis, over memory loss, over sickness and disease, and over all perils and all the works of the enemy right now in Jesus' name. Father, you said, let this mind be in you, which is in Christ Jesus. Help us, Lord, to renew our mind to the truth. Bring joy back into your people's life, O oh God. In the name of Jesus, bring happiness. Bring, build their relationships on Christ. Everything else is sinking sand. But Lord, I thank you and I praise you. I pray, Father God, in the name of Jesus, I bind up the spirit of insomnia, people who can't sleep at night from worry. Spirit of worry, I command you to leave them now in Jesus' name. Take authority. I take authority over it because it is what it is. And it's a spirit. I take a blood to authority over uh, any blood conditions and uh, migraine headaches. In the name of Jesus, we come in agreement, Lord, that with your stripes, Jesus that was shed on the cross at Calvary, the stripes of Jesus we apply it to migraines, to tumors, 
to uh, 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 headaches, to toothaches, uh, to back pain. We apply it to the muscle conditions in the back. And Lord, we just say thank you. Now, Father God, as we open up this study, Lord, let, let, uh, let our heart, Lord God, be connected with yours because, God, you're the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Now, Father God, till we meet again, I say thank you. I thank you, Lord. I'm asking you, Father God, right now, in the name of Jesus, that you will put, Lord, yes, God. Oh, God, yes. Uh, um, um, the, the boldness in our heart to stand up for righteousness and not to be afraid. For you said in Jeremiah 29, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for warfare, welfare, and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. Jeremiah 29, Lord, we cleave to that which is good, abhor that's with evil. And Lord, now I say thank you. Lord, I thank you for the outpouring. We thank you, Lord, for new jobs. Oh, God, you're the only one that could do it. Give us good job, new God, benefits, um, good health care, great homes, in the name of Jesus. Now, Lord, we just wanted to say thank you because you're a good God and merciful God. In the name of Jesus, we pray and thank you, Lord. Amen. Well, thank you all for just coming in on, um, on uh, the new you. Okay, listen. It's not new you 22, it's the new you, just the new you. Celebrate it yourself. Get you a glass of rosé, non-alcoholic <laughs> beverage. Or oh, some people drink rosé, whatever. God is not condemning us, amen? We're not condemned no more. We just stay in hope, amen? We stay in peace, we stay in praise. That doesn't mean go out and get, be splashing out, get drunk. But amen. So we praise God. And remember, this is Pastor Lisa coming with a new segment of The New You. Amen. And remember, what did I say? You and I are victors. We're not victims. We're victorious. In Jesus' name, amen.